Hello, I'm Justin. I'm Nick. And we have our special guest for our first episode, Austin. And this is What About Wrestling? Woo! Happy to be here. Austin, are you ready to rumble? Fireworks and well, hopefully lasers. Hopefully you've already watched it at this yeah. point. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still ready to rumble, though. Yeah. I'm pumped. I'm coming fresh off the mat for this. Oh, yeah. I still got sweat on me. <laughs> Ready to Rumble is a fantastically mediocre movie also, so it's a little sure. bit of a tie-in that uh, we'll do your it guys' eventually. podcast that uh, we'll do it eventually. I've had the, the joy of being on once. Uh, um, have you seen has got some opportunities with some wrestling-related movies. Oh, yes, yes it does. <laughs> on, this... on the list of, of good movies, there's not a lot of wrestling options. This is yet another podcast that we decided to release because we, it's like, oh, hey, look, something we like, but people must want to hear us talk about it. At the very least, well, we'll get to talk about it and then maybe listen to it ourselves. Absolutely. I'm down to talk about it. <laughs> I love listening to my own voice. That's what all this is for. Isn't that how you guys find podcasts? You just like scan through them until you find someone who sounds like you, and then you're like, here it is. This is the one I can I listen it. to. I made it. <laughs> I didn't know that I wanted to listen to about a podcast about farming in Iowa, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> it can be like you're lulling yourself to sleep. Ooh, or seducing yourself. <laughs> hey there, me. <laughs> How am I doing? What am I wearing? <laughs> yeah, so um, a little bit of background about us. I know I've been watching or consuming wrestling for most of my 31 years on here. You're our resident expert. That's for oh. sure. I will take that title very uh, very begrudgingly on that one because I'm sure there's a bunch of stuff that I will just make up and hope that it sounds good. He still holds the title, but he fears people are going to come for it. You can, <laughs> you can make up as much as you want. Austin and I aren't going to know. But nope. the comments might. So oh, make yeah, stuff comment. up, because then we'll finally get some comments. Just a bunch of uh, social engagement. I'll tell you what, I took com or uh, I took notes, and my first one is, I know this guy, that's Goldberg. That's Goldberg, yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, and there's a Royal Rumble, I feel personally, with as much as I've watched wrestling, like I know... Because Justin, you've really been I, into to wrestling like the last year or so, right? Yeah. So I got I was into wrestling whenever I was a young child. Me and my cousin were into it together, um, but I kind of fell off of it for a very long time. But uh, COVID kind of left me with nothing to do, and uh, wrestling's got a lot of content. <laughs> a lot of past content. A lot, a lot of, of current content. So I decided to jump into that, and I I've thoroughly enjoyed it it's it's been a, a a bit of a safe haven i mean because you can consistently get what like nine hours a week of content easily with like out having to wow. go out of your way to find it for sure like brand new content not like even going back to like let me watch this old match on youtube or something if like you that. really wanted to absolutely how like many shows are, how many how many like big current shows are there i like the ones I watch are sometimes I watch Raw. That's three hours. Uh, I don't 
usually pay attention to that one all that much because it's very low on the ranking. Like, I don't really like it that much. Not uh, a lot of production value put into that one? No, it's got a lot of production value. Almost um, too much, actually. <laughs> oh, my. But not a lot of... Uh, no writing. Not a lot of effort into the writing part of it. A lot of... No storylines. A lot of flash, no substance. Yeah. Now, you may have guessed, I'm coming from a very limited perspective of wrestling knowledge. I was like a middle schooler when I got WCW versus NWO Raw for the Nintendo 64. Oh, wrestling um, games have always been one of that my favorites. turned me on to wrestling, and like I started watching it kind of ironically, but like kind of not as a middle schooler. Everybody was into it, so it was like something you could talk about the next day at school around the water cooler or whatever we had. The, what did you guys call them? Water fountains? Bubblers? Water fountain. Water fountain. Yeah. fountain. Water fountain. Okay. Um, I dropped out of it for a long time. I like time. the idea of like I know a I, bunch I, of like little like, like little little uh <laughs> like like middle school kids going around to the water fountain and talking like they're in an office. <laughs> but it's about wrestling still. <laughs> Somehow they have just those cones for the water drinking. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't uh, attach to a regular water fountain. Man, how about that test? Ah, pissed off the us. Anderson deal. Crumples up his cup and throws it down. <laughs> it's like a Pokemon card deal or something. Uh, yeah, but no, so I like dropped the, out of it. Because, uh, like, in the recent future, you've uh, you watched most of last year's Royal Rumble with us. Well, I got back into it in my in my mid twenties before I moved here and met you guys. I had a friend who was real into it and uh, used to hang out and watch it. Dropped out of it again. I was into it for like a year or two. Um, can't really tell you who was in it then. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Um, CM Punk, the straight edge dude. Oh, I hear like, a lot about him, but I've never seen him. Well, now he's in horror movies. He's still, he's like making an acting career because WWE and is making like a ton of horror movies, which I see because I love bad horror. Do either of you watch Money Plane? No. Ooh, that's that sounds like a horror movie. That's a that's on. Have you seen it? It stars the the Edge, the winner of this Rumble. Is that so, like a heist movie? It is. Okay. I don't so, think it stars the Edge, but he's in it. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. And uh, CM Punk also had a not super successful UFC run. Ooh, I bet. Oh yeah. Just worked out his glamour muscles. <laughs> See, it works out the other way. Like people can come from other sports into wrestling. Well, fine, yeah, but yeah. but wrestlers going into other sports does that ever work? That or work? acting. I mean, Brock Lesnar and Batista both did UFC really well. Uh, Brock Lesnar made the. Like oh, for some reason, Batista. Yeah, but I thought Brock Lesnar was a UFC fighter first and then a wrestler. But I guess it was the other. No, way. he did collegiate wrestling, professional wrestling. Tried out and made the practice squad for the Minnesota Vikings. Body slammed a dude on the on the Damn. field. <laughs> got cut. And then um, what's, what's really this dude's name? Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. Okay, I'm looking that clip up right now. <laughs> and uh, um, then he did UFC and was the like super heavyweight champ a couple of times. Got evicted. Like something with his intestines like diverticulitis or something like uh. that. Um, retired from UFC. Came back to WWE to wrestle two matches a year and make more money than anybody else. Yeah, he do, he does so. only wrestle like twice a year. But I usually, guess. like when professional athletes from other ones do try to come in, they're more of a one and done kind of thing. They're not 
super common for them to to translate See, into it. I wouldn't have guessed that because in the year I've watched, I've seen Pat McAfee come into NXT several times. You also have a, a pretty interesting window for what you're watching. Uh, yeah, that's true. I'm watching it whenever to, it's the weirdest time ever. <laughs> yeah, now, prior Batista to that, like, has a like, travel. movie career now, too. He's yes. in, oh, like, yeah. Is he in, he's the green guy in Guardians of the Galaxies? Or yeah. gray uh, guy he's not or green. He's not green, but he's the guy who, like, uh, everything Drax. goes over his head. Drax. And he was, okay, he was in that movie Nothing with, go over uh, his head. Catch it. Aziz Ansari. He like, was. He was also in uh, one of the James Bond movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, was he a heavy in that? Yeah, he I, like had, I believe almost no lines, but uh, he did have some pretty cool uh, painted nails that he used to kill people. Nice. Oh, oh, okay. You're you're convinced me. I need to watch more recent James Bond, which is hard to do. I I like Batista, but I've never seen him wrestle. You should go uh, back and watch some highlights. Yeah, I'd be <laughs> so, worth looking into. So then I fell out of wrestling again, and I didn't get back into it till I moved out here and. Uh, I went to a monster truck rally. Yeah. And there were... This is I was kind of what sparked just, it for me, so too. so awesome. It was so awesome. I was pumped. They had 15-inch high Coors Light cans. <laughs> we were just like, woo, every time those fucking trucks revved up. Loved it. Uh, there were posters on the wall as we left, and it was like, coming up next summer, fucking WWE. And Justin and I took a picture of it, and we're like, we're going. Like, this was fun. We got to do that. And we did. And we, I, I assumed I wouldn't know I had no, anyone. Yeah. But, and like now, like that was before I started watching again. So like now looking back on it, I'm like, holy shit. Like we saw the new day. We saw Naomi. We saw Charlotte. We Flair. saw Naomi. We saw, uh, what's his name? No, uh, uh, Flair. We saw fucking Flair, the princess of wrestling. Yeah. Flair was not there. I was just confused by what happened today. You guys are gonna have to explain <laughs> that to me once, once we get there, okay? Because this starts off, and uh, real quick, the the show that you guys watched was it like just a live show where they were just performing, or were they recording for TV? I believe it was just a live show. Those are super fun because they can kind of do stuff that they can't necessarily do on TV because it's essentially not in canon. It so was, they can kind of just fuck around. Oh, yeah, it didn't seem in canon. Like, cause it, it was seemed strange way because there were no announcers. It, yeah, it seemed way different than it was watching it on the SmackDown or it Raw or whatever. A lot of fun, though. Oh, yeah, yes. That's, that's what got you back into it, Justin, because I, I was like, okay, I'll do I'll watch this live. But uh, you started getting back into it, and that's why last year we watched the well, that, Rumble together. Yeah, that like planted the seed for me to get yeah. back into it. And then whenever COVID happened, and I had nothing to do with any of my time, and was like spiraling into depression, I found stuff to. I found some like goofy, schlocky entertainment to. How do you sl- give that depression a German suplex, oh, yeah. brother? Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and I mean. Put your anxiety in a full Nelson. And I think the Royal Rumble is a perfect place to start the podcast because, one, it starts the the road to WrestleMania. I feel Um, like I am always on the road to (laughs) WrestleMania. I said this before we started, but the live show Justin and I went to and this and last year, like every event I watch, they're on the road to WrestleMania. And I'm like, 
this is a long ass road. It, is. it just circles around. That it it's is. a big old sort. Okay. <laughs> it's their biggest also... event of the year, so they make a big deal out of it for like half the year before it happens. Okay, this one's gonna be pirate theme, right? Did I get that correct? Yeah, because I think they're going back. It to was supposed to be that last year, but then you know. WrestleMania happened about two weeks after everything shut down. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Um, but uh. So they it was Royal literally Rumble. to no like this this time. There, you saw that it had, like, the virtual crowd. Uh-huh. And it had, like, pumped-in sound and, like, stuff like that. The last WrestleMania and, like, them just wrestling on the shows, whenever it first happened, were some of the strangest and surreal things ever. Because it's just them wrestling to an empty room. I gotta I say, it's pretty Black Mirror right now. <laughs> I thought it was really cool when that happened, though. It because... was really cool, because it forced them to be creative whenever they hadn't been in, in a, I guess, a long time. And they kind of, like, started slumping back into bad habits again already, in my opinion. Ah, uh, oh, there's okay. no crowd or anything and no noise for that. Like, you can hear them interacting in the ring. That is good. So, so when you can hear them, like, talking trash rather than just seeing their lips move, that's pretty cool. That is, I do um, like that. To the point where they can hear the announcers while they're wrestling, so they'll like. And I loved to the announcers. I loved most of like the really cinematic matches they did, like AJ Styles versus The Undertaker was great. Yeah, and there weren't any on this show, but I think that the cinematic matches are fun because they have to take more time on it and they can edit it and stuff like that. So it does make it seem a lot more like a scene from a movie kind mm-hmm. of thing. They had one camera, and it's when people were coming out of the gate, getting announced, having their music played, where it looked like a scene from an action movie. Like, I don't know if it was a higher frame rate camera, or it was just the way it was following them and blurring the background, like it had aspect ratio, or like... That's relatively new, because they essentially started using that after they... um, Well, they they just made like a billion dollars or something, didn't they? Yeah. um, That is an impressive camera. I was like, damn, that looks like it's editing this footage live. You think they'll hire back all those wrestlers they fired now that they made a billion dollars? They already have like 200 wrestlers on the the roster or something ridiculous like that. They don't. (laughs) I think I saw them all today. (laughs) We saw at least 65 performers. Yes. And that wasn't. Which is why I love the Rumble. I, I think. I, I don't know if this is controversial. Nick, you kind of said it. I enjoy the Royal Rumble more than I like WrestleMania a lot of the time. Yeah, I mean, I out of the two times of, uh, that I've watched it. <laughs> it's it's one of those things, right, where in terms of entertainment for it, like it's probably the most accessible show because you don't need to know really anything or anybody in there to enjoy it. So it's a really good one for people that aren't familiar with wrestling if you want to kind of like, hey, check this out, like, this is kind of a, a good little taste of it. Um, yeah. So for somebody like Austin, who's familiar enough with it from through the years, but kind of fallen out, there's not a bunch of stuff tied into it to kind of know what's going on. Um, but for the people that are tied into it and they're keeping up with the storylines and and the, the journey from, from one event to another and stuff like that, WrestleMania is kind of like the big payoff. It is. Um, yeah. So it's it's one where honestly I enjoy the Royal the Royal Rumble probably the most of any like televised events. Um but it's also one that it's it's much more kind of a fresh start setting the stage kind of thing versus yeah. 
you have to have watched this for six months to know. Yeah, why the rumble. This the rumble is here. kind of where everything starts. It seems like not that they possible hot take. I've not... seen I've seen the matches in between a couple of them. I've watched the Royal Rumble. I haven't watched WrestleMania ever. I've never seen a WrestleMania, but the matches, the one-on-one matches in between the men's and women's Royal Rumbles are some of the best matches I've ever seen. I've, consistently. Okay. Um, that would I I feel like that's pretty valid because I mean. What was it last time? Was the last Royal Rumble? Was that KO had... also Kevin Ortiz? Uh, Owens. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Yeah. yeah. Was that also Kevin Owens and he was like dating that little blonde at the time? For twenty twenty. For twenty. Probably twenty. The twenty nineteen Royal Rumble. I what was the twenty nineteen Royal Rumble when they had that really fucking awesome match between uh alistair back and uh murphy back whenever he was had a full name maybe last year it was andrade uh versus oh uh, i miss andrade Roberto Carrillo. um he hasn't been on for a while but um i think he left with selena vega the last year had the fiend versus daniel bryan in a strap match okay yeah that was good uh, this and, one was uh, the last I, man standing match with Roman Reigns, which already makes me not like it that much because I'm just not a fan of Roman Reigns. This match got kind of weird in some parts. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and... Uh, we'll start from the beginning. Start we'll start from the beginning. It. Before we Goldberg. get into that, though... Goldberg! Uh, <laughs> what was, uh, were either of you familiar with Bad Bunny before this show? No. No. Never heard I, of him. I have to say, I, I rolled up a big... Uh, big old blunt before this and i thought bad bunny was something they made up for this yep. until i looked it up and saw that they'd won like three latin grammys mm-hmm. and i will say yeah. this much better crossbody than snoop dogg's frog splash <laughs> yeah <laughs> but also snoop dogg is probably two or three times the age yeah that's true bad bunny. <laughs> yeah i is Bad Bunny also a wrestler? Is there a connection no. to the community? Or did he, he just, just make this Booker T rap? He just made the Booker T rap. So he's a huge wrestling fan, and I think he's done multiple wrestling-inspired songs. But I the Booker know. T one is one that is um, current right now. And he's yeah. apparently one of the most like streamed artists on Spotify like internationally. So oh. I don't know if it's a matter of my bubble just being really small and not really listening to a lot of music or something like that. But, I definitely um, don't listen to a lot of music. Um, Good on you, Royal Rumble, for all introducing us to an international star we knew nothing about. I, I had no idea who this, kid, who this guy was. I liked his performance. Oh, yeah, and I liked the style of it. At first, I was like, wait, who's this guy he's rapping around? <laughs> I, I know Booker T, but it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while, guys. And uh, I'm like... Is he gonna rap? Is he gonna have like just a killer breakdown rap section? And no, he's just gonna say, he, "Can you dig it?" <laughs> and then I realized who it was. And I'm like, "Oh, okay." And I was a throwback so... to like 30 years ago because exactly uh, one of his personas was GI Bro. Yes, yeah, wore that exact outfit, which was really cool for me. That was one of the first times I was into it. So it, this is like a soap opera that continues throughout the ages. It's like, never so, ending, man. So but so many like lineages and fucking hierarchy of old wrestlers coming back. Like 
I could not believe some of the people I saw tonight in this. I thought I in well, 2021. We, we, knew, we knew Edge was coming back, but I did not expect Christian to come back. I knew nothing. I went into this blind. All I saw was the uh, comic book style poster. Did you see that? Yes. Yeah. With boom and kicking and flipping and like a bunch of really, it's really well designed. I'm loving the art design that as an artist, WWE, WWF, which is it? Now it's WWE. WWE. I love the design choices they're making over the last couple of years. Justin will show me like, oh, here's a poster and it's like a take on Midsummer or something. Like, yeah. great, great. So one thing that I can confidently say about you uh, or WWE's production on it is their graphics are almost universally like the best you can get. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And their uh, video packages that they can do. Absolutely. Um, They're the big dogs. Some of the top top notch on that part. Like They're the that's big one dogs. That so I, they have I haven't the most seen quality. anybody like even touch to, to that. Yeah. Um, and it has this wonderful tongue in cheek humor to all of it that's really hard to do and get away with. Absolutely. Because, I mean, they've even had one. There was a Royal Rumble from like 15 years ago where it was an entire take on uh, like going to Hollywood. So they had like a two and a half minute promo video of West Side Story. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, uh, add that to my YouTube queue really yeah. quick. AEW, <laughs> AEW this last Christmas did, had a bunch of their stars reenact a bunch of scenes from a Christmas story. Oh, yeah. Because of like funny. bunny pajamas and stuff. Yeah. So that's one of the things that I super, super appreciate about wrestling is that um, there are times where they try to make it as serious as possible, but then there are times where they make no attempt at all to make it serious <laughs> and they're both like have their impact and i love it yeah uh, yeah Full gotta say of emotions <laughs> gotta say i was legit surprised the miz didn't try to cash in money in the bank because they definitely they teased it too like in that in i that thought match. he was going to i thought he was going to but but let's get let's get on with the, the first uh, match what oh, was yeah. the first match it was one it was a one-on-one last it was man drew mcintyre from Raw, the what is that? The now is that the he's Universal? A he's a, a He's a he's a Braveheart. Yes, yes, he, he is. Came he out with a sword. And and neither of you up. watched the pre-show, right? With uh, no. the women's no, champion. No, uh, I I okay. kind of want to go back and watch that match because I didn't realize how big it was. Because normally the pre-show match isn't that big of a deal. But it was the women's tag team champions, which is Charlotte Flair and Asuka, which are two of my favorites. Oh, I did watch that one. Yeah, I watched that. Okay, that so that one. Great. So, so you watched it. Um, Justin, I, I, I unfortunately have not watched it yet. So, did you want to not discuss it then? You guys can talk about it, but. Okay, I, go I on mute and I'll message you. <laughs> <laughs> so, that one, was that the one that you wanted to know, like, an explanation about, Austin? No. No, that was no. The no. one that had, had Ric Flair kind of in it also. Right? We'll get um, to that when he comes back out during the Royal Rumble. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. There's a, a whole little thing. more mystery to it. There's a so whole we'll thing. pause that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, with Drew McIntyre versus Goldberg, Drew McIntyre is legitimately Scottish, um, which is why he has that that Highlander. Um, he was just recently that given persona. that sword back, Austin. Oh, is that sword it. like a belt? He didn't have like it for a while, it? but his best friend Seamus gave it back to him, along with the kilt. He didn't wear the kilt for a while either. Okay. 
Now, is Seamus, I would guess he's the conspiracy theory nut with the beard and the camo pants? No, no that's, uh, Sammy, that's Zane. Sammy Zane, who is one of my favorites. I, I remember Sammy Zane, Sammy Zane from Royal Rumble's past. <laughs> I am familiar with that character. He's a blast every <laughs> time I see him. Seamus is an Irish guy that just likes fighting people. Seamus, okay. Seamus was uh, either Bebop or Rocksteady in the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, Michael Bay movie, okay. Uh, so... Goldberg has challenged this guy, and he's like, if I fought you, it'd be like fighting my dad. Yeah. Which Goldberg Real really quick, liked. What I'm going to look up right here. Do you think that the difference in age between Drew McIntyre and Goldberg is more under? years than how old Drew McIntyre is? Uh... Uh, I don't know. No, how old I'm gonna McIntyre say Drew McIntyre's is. like 37, 38, yeah. and Goldberg's like what, 64, 56? Close. So uh, Drew McIntyre is 35. Nice. Okay. And um, Goldberg is 54. Damn, so Austin. That's an 18 year difference, or 19 year difference. You were within two years of both your guesses. Yeah, I'm good at the over under. <laughs> but I mean, that's still. A huge kind of difference in it age, is right. Oh yeah. yeah, and he handled it like immediately. He uh, he like hit him with the shoulder, the spear. Goldberg is like, oh, I'm gonna tell you every move. I'm gonna broadcast it miles away by setting it up with this eyebrow raise. Well, and I'm Goldberg like, is kind of like infamous for not being a great a one wrestler, trick, right? One trick pony, huh? Yeah, he's <laughs> he's not a long match person by any means. Never <laughs> no. has been. Um, and he also has he, very explosive moves, he but he has three of them. Would it be correct to say, or to make the comparison, he's he's Scorpion to Stone Cold Steve Austin's Sub-Zero? Um, my frame of reference on that is watching the Mortal Kombat movie when I was like eight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I feel like Scorpion in the movie had a lot less like screen time and really had the gimmick of get over here. And that was about it. Whereas uh, sub zero kind of had a little bit more substance to him. Sure. Sure. Would that be, so I would say that that's correct based off of that. Scorpion's character is all bones. He's not fleshed out at all. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Goldberg in his, in his best days was not a, a marathon runner by any means. Okay. Um, much more of a sprinter. Um, how long do you think that that match was, just based off of memory? It was so short. It was very uh, short, yeah. Seven uh, minutes, maybe? Um, yeah, I'm going to say it was under ten minutes. It's definitely under ten minutes. Um, it was two minutes, 32 seconds. Wow. wow. Now, um, I think with that timing, part of it is that the match didn't officially start until the bell rang. That is true. And so that, that's where, in the match, uh, Drew McIntyre, like, they call it the Glasgow kiss, but where he, like, headbutted him. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Goldberg fell out of the ring, and then the spear happened outside the ring, and all that stuff. That was so right. that counted in that two minutes. That was shorter than the 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 wrestler held the twenty four seven belt for during the match. Oh man, I love <laughs> I love our truth in the twenty four seven championship. It's one of my favorites. Every time he shows up, it makes me happy. Potentially, that match, the actual time for that match, was shorter than the time it took Goldberg to get to the ring. Yes. Wow. Because they because they film him like yes. being told to come out of his locker room and being accompanied and all that. Isn't that like constantly a joke? 
like his intro takes longer than his matches. That one was more for the Undertaker, but it's well, pretty yeah. applicable. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, the Undertaker's intro is forty-five minutes, so. <laughs> You guys are telling me The Undertaker is still around? <laughs> no, he, he uh, retired, but I don't believe them. He's going to come back. Wait, how recently did he retire? This year. 2019. Or 20, 2020. 2020. That blows my so mind. The WrestleMania match was his last, like, legit match. Yeah, he had thing. a WrestleMania match last WrestleMania with that's, AJ Styles. That's like Goldberg. If you told me Goldberg was still <laughs> wrestling, I'd be like... Oh, I remember them from 1997. <laughs> Get out of here. And you're the exact person that they're bringing them back for? Yes. Because oh, 100%. <laughs> you're like, oh shit, Goldberg, I remember him from when I was a kid. Let's see what's going on. Yeah. But that's 100% why he was in this match. Same thing with yeah. Edge. Same thing with... Oh I, my God, I would say right? not, not the same exact thing with Edge, but... You think Edge is going to come back like hardcore? Oh, he's already said that if he's gonna, since he's going to be in a WrestleMania program... He's going to be working a full-time schedule. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and I then hope the he goes to with... NXT. He had actually said <laughs> that um, also. Like, he's tweeted that. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so, I mean, it was a two-minute and 32-second match. Uh, Goldberg did his spear, did a very tried-his-best-but-not-good oh, jackhammer. We got a great line from the announcers here. He is Broken half right Broken now. Half. Yeah, they use that a lot. They use that a lot. I also like whenever they say pound for pound or mm-hmm. like the pound for pound strongest wrestler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They say it's that just a, a way lot. to say like this dude's strong, but there are absolutely people that are stronger than him. because yes, they're bigger. Because yeah. they're bigger than him. <laughs> Look at the last entrance of the Rumble, and you're like nobody's stronger than that guy. But <laughs> he also weighs three hundred fifty pounds yes. compared to. But. So, I mean, was there any takeaways from that match that you guys had? On uh, it? it felt like Goldberg was there to definitely kind of pass on a title to this guy. He hugged him, and it was really, uh, it was really sweet. And he's like, "You passed the test, brother," or something. He whispered into his ear. I heard it. And uh, so, I think he's in a secret wrestling cult now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's one of the passing the torch moment kind of things. Definitely. Um, where. Because so Goldberg in... usually wins. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. You're telling me he's been around 50 years and hasn't been winning every time? Come on. <laughs> but in, in, in wrestling like tradition, um, when a wrestler is nearing the end of their career or um, knowing that they're going to have their retirement match, with some exceptions, like with The Undertaker, um, the idea is to quote unquote go out on your back. Yeah. where um, you you will lose your match in order to build up the person who beats you. Yeah, put them over in wrestling um, terms. And so that's kind of a, a means that they were using to help establish Drew McIntyre as kind of the one of the new like top-tier dudes, even though he's had the championship for most of the he's, year. Oh, yeah, he's been a top-tier dude. And it sort dude. of gives you a warrior's death in a way. You die right. in the ring as a gladiator. Yeah. It's not like, yeah, I haven't wrestled in six months. I guess I'm done. See you guys. Yeah, later. right, right, right. You could tell that's kind of what it was, especially since he was paying homage to him by using his own move against him so much. No. The shoulder. What was the claymore? Is that a kick to the face? Yeah. Yeah, so where you run and like you essentially just jump feet first and but he, nail the dude he in the jumps. face. It's a jumping kick to the face. Oh, it's okay. a running jumping kick to the face. But a single foot, not double yes. foot? Double, okay. a single okay. foot. That's what I thought. I love the uh, names for the moves. Um, 
the next one we'll talk about, the Women's Royal Rumble. Holy shit. So before that one, there was moves. another match, actually. There was. Yes. Um, Sasha Banks versus Carmella. Ooh, with, yeah, I got with, some questions here. Who's love... Reggie? Why is Reggie? And why do they need a Somali? <laughs> this isn't a vineyard. This isn't a fancy restaurant. I have so many questions. And then, for a moment, I kind of wanted to be Reggie. <laughs> so... Uh, that'll go back a little bit with Carmelo. She used to be like this, like this Jersey girl kind of like would hang out with people who aren't wrestling anymore. Um, with like annoying, like Jersey accent kind of stuff. She used um, to go Mela is money. Cause she's like won the money in the bank match a lot. Okay. She used to just moonwalk was one of her, her things. Now, she's money turned in the bank, is that the one where they had to climb the ladders and get the briefcases? Yes. yes. She's won the uh, woman's one I of saw that. that. She's yeah. won the woman one of that a bunch of times. Okay. Um, I saw her win once. And then um, she hadn't been on screen for months, and they started just, like, teasing, like, gotta say, somebody's coming. Gotta say, she looked great. And that opening... Thing with her like dancing with the white screen and then it like mm-hmm. drops and she's suddenly facing forward i love it she used to do it on raw and stuff too but i guess it was a little bit too uh enticing too risque, too, too risque. can't watch uh, it with your grandma in the room uh, for, for the the regular show because um, they yeah, stopped for those doing, regular they, folks they, who aren't they stopped for doing that <laughs> right ah. so but her her coming back gimmick like to the best of my Reading on it, like Justin, you more frequently watch the shows. You yes. Can correct me if I'm wrong, but yes. um, her gimmick now is more of a almost like a ballroom dancer esque, like lady, like kind of high class kind of thing. She, yeah, she's very high class. She went from like you know, kind of being like the I don't know. She was kind of yappy, I guess. I she seemed like she was like one that talked all the time. Uh, whatever she was, Mela is money or whatever. But uh, now she's, like, supposed to be, like... A little bit more refined, so she almost would... like a Pygmalion situation. Yeah. So she would use, like, she would use more taunts, you're saying, before, and, like, really she's go still to taunting. her and She's stuff? still taunting now. Okay. But be kind of Somali... like... her, her Somalia Reggie is a newer addition. Yeah. Uh... Tell me about Reggie. So he's this dude that just is there with her? Because she um... likes champagne. Her... Her whole thing, because she's fancy, she likes champagne. So she brought a sommelier, and they introduced this guy who was like, this is her sommelier, Reggie. And she actually got this match because she'd already lost to Sasha Banks defending the title before, uh, I believe twice, but got another rematch from Sasha Banks because Reggie wrestled Sasha Banks on SmackDown. So I 100% feel like this is like a, a My Fair Lady type situation. For sure, for sure. Um, without us actually seeing the process. Like we're seeing the before and the after, but not that, like the Those the are some skits process. I want to see. <laughs> oh. Her at the track just yelling, move your bloody ass. <laughs> but Reginald or Reggie like was just a dude that was holding the tray for a while. Yes, and but then, then he got whoa. to a match with Sasha Banks. Okay. And it turns out he can do a bunch of really cool flippy shit. Yes. He's oh. very acrobatic. Um, and based off of that, like, I guess he earned Carmella another shot at Sasha Banks' title. Basically, Carmella, uh, Sasha Banks was annoyed because Reggie kept interfering in matches. 
and was like, I want to kick your ass. Uh, if you fight me, I'll give your boss another shot title. That was how. Now, it her, one of her special moves is the bank notice. Am the I bank, correct? The bank statement. Bank statement. Okay. Yeah. And that's something just... you might not know about Sasha Banks, like a whole like small world kind of thing. Her cousin is Snoop Dogg. Yeah, he oh, wrote her okay. intro, which is which is why her intro music has Snoop Dogg. Yeah, he's that's a awesome. Um, even though Snoop Dogg did a really terrible frog splash on AEW, which yeah. is a different company. Yeah, he's currently what is with a frog splash. Uh, so frog go... splash. Go for it. Uh, you jump off the top rope, and then you kind of like. Bend at your midsection um, so that your your hands will like touch your knees, kind of thing. Okay. Um, and then you land on the opponent who's laying down um, mm-hmm. with your with your body, kind of thing. Um, and it, honestly, that that move had never really made sense to me why it was called that um, until I saw one of the people who invented it. Like he would kind of like bend his knees while he did it too, so it looked mm-hmm. almost like in the air that it was a frog that was like sitting down. Okay. Um, so the name stayed, but like nobody does it that way. <laughs> and when Snoop Dogg did it, he didn't he did do it. it very bad. Yeah. It was more Ooh. like he kind of like was on the ropes, which got to be fucking scary, right? To yeah, of that course. High up, and he kind of just fell. Yeah, oh, he no. landed. He kind of landed on his feet, but then He's a tall like, dude in the way. but yeah. then land, but he like landed on his feet and then like got on his knees and tried to pretend like he still did it. And what was bad is that the guy still had to get pinned by it because. He... <laughs> But at the end of the day, he's probably, what, in his 50s or 60s now? Uh, yes, absolutely. He's got, he's got more money than probably anybody on that roster except for the owner of the company. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he had no way had to do any of that. Like, no, it was all of, because he wanted to, and it was it was awesome. But I do think it was funny how bad it was, just <laughs> personally. <laughs> so other than Reggie, did you have any takeaways or questions else about the, the Sasha Banks uh, are uh, what? no just what the announcers were talking about afterwards. Are they not allowed to say ass? Because or maybe not the announcers, but the wrestlers were talking and they're like, "You got your ass kicked the other day, and he kicked your ass all over the ring." And I'm like, "He's not even saying a like kicked his a he's, or ass. It doesn't sound censored. It was just a very weird choice." I don't know. I didn't catch it's that. It's one of those weird things where like for these events, like. It's not on broadcast TV, so they can basically do whatever they want. But their broadcast shows are their goals rate at PG. Yes. Yeah. So I think it was more. I think it was more the wrestlers like self censoring um, than anything else. I I did hear Um, some because they're used to it, I guess. (laughs) But there's there's something in a later match that I want to want to bring up based off of that. Okay. Um, uh, that's going to be a little bit later. That's called a tease right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, uh, I thought there was a really good, really good hard titty slap. Um, there was a flying thing from the top corner, and she landed on two knees. That Meteor. must have hurt. Is that the one where like the two knees hit them in yeah. like the chest or the face? Yeah, yep. I think that's Sasha, that's, that's Sasha Banks' other big move, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good one. And the frog splash. She does the frog splash too, right? And the yeah, because she's a really big Eddie Guerrero fan. Yeah, because she does the three thing. amigos as well. Okay, which is like three suplexes in a row. But that's all I had for that match, and then we get into Bad Bunny. Oh uh, yeah, Bad Bad Bunny just not having a frame of reference for him. Like I know that they like recently released a music video for it, which this is almost. The exact same video except with a different setting. Yeah, it does look very similar. Just kind of 
wrapping around Booker T standing there looking intimidating. Um, <laughs> I also am not great with Spanish, so I don't really know what the context of the song is. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, this is a, a pretty big deal, right, in terms of, like, one of the most popular musical artists in the world um, basically getting featured on Royal Rumble mm-hmm. to... Like the not later even on, just, he, did, he did some spots too. Like he was, a, yeah. he did a promo with the Miz and Morrison. Yeah, and then when he jumped off the ropes on him, that video of him jumping off the ropes at them has over ten million views on YouTube. Oh sure. Um, so like, it was just kind of surreal though, because like, I think I finally been got to the point where I'm old enough now to have some kind of pop culture thing happen and just have absolutely zero context for yeah. it. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I was like, was this made up for wrestling before I looked it up? Like, <laughs> is this a wrestler who just likes rapping? No. I am I am proud of myself that I'm just like, what is this bullshit? I'm not like, what is this bullshit? Like, I don't get it. This sucks. Like, yeah. I don't know what this is. <laughs> Let me find out about this. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. That's pretty cool. So, now that we have the internet, yeah, we can look we can look up some of his videos and be like, I get it. Okay. <laughs> so, then um, we start the women's... Royal Rumble. Oh, yeah. And I have to say that um, I know I have a little bit more context than you do, uh, Austin, but having Bailey be the very first person for it is really super dope for me because I love just kind of seeing her do stuff and kind of help, like, guide the tempo for everything. But the fact that she also has a rivalry with an announcer that wasn't there uh, <laughs> and that she it was Michael Cole is the name of the announcer. So yes. she she shaved the the name Cole um, right into the, the back of her head. Announcer who was there didn't really get that. Yeah, it was an, it's a, it's one of the regular announcers for SmackDown who wasn't at the pay per view event. Okay, <laughs> she just fucking hates. And him. she hates him. It's a constant <laughs> thing in the show that she fucking hates that guy. <laughs> so I guess if she won the Royal Rumble, she was going to use it to fight Michael Cole? Is that what she said? Yeah. That's what she said. I, I feel like that was meant more as a joke um, than anything else, but just the idea of bringing that animosity for no reason other than you can is fucking awesome for me. Yeah, um, Bailey, you get her character right, Austin. She's just like the boss Karen. Oh, okay, yeah. I think, she, was she in last year's? Mm-hmm. No, I think and, she was the champion at the time. So she oh, didn't participate right. in the Rumble, but she might have been in right. the match between. Okay. Uh, I got excited when Naomi came back. We saw her wrestle live. That was her first, that was her return. She hadn't been on wrestling for a long time. Love so. those glow have the absolute coolest fucking intro. Of yeah, I loved it. I loved it oh, when yeah. we saw it live, too. I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. The <laughs> Tank Girl intro is pretty cool, too. I love Shotzi yeah. Blackheart, too. She came she... out and just blew that girl away with like a Nerf <laughs> football. It was oh, so Billy Kay has got to be one of my most favorite acts <laughs> what did you think it. of this lady austin oh, the girl Billy who was also the girl I, who was looking for a tag team you can tell they're expanding their storyline <laughs> and getting, like storylines and giving them more freedom breaking the fourth wall kind of thing because this is like a glow moment the netflix show <laughs> it was awesome she went down and sat with the announcer she's like i don't really want to go in there yet. it's <laughs> hot in there she said something like it's packed or it's hot stacked and then she tried to team up i remember stacked. the word stacked she tried to team up with everybody, like, newcomer entering the ring, which was really funny. Because <laughs> most of the time, they're like, no. Yeah. That's been like, an ongoing segment throughout 
uh, for a while on the show is her trying to find a new tag team and she partner. was teamed up with the girl in purple with purple hair, right? Yes, but they, they were called the Iconics, and they've been okay. a tag team for a very long time, but they just recently got dissolved because mm. WWE, Vince McMahon hates tag team wrestling. Oh, that, that's why. okay. Ah. <laughs> Which you'll notice on the main show, uh, not one tag team match. Oh. Um, which is pretty uncommon for tag team matches to not be featured yeah. on the main pay-per-view in some capacity. Yeah, why not let um, uh, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode defend their tag titles against the Street Profits? I want to see that match again. Well, it uh, another... probably has something to do with having 65 people on a show. Yeah, that's true. But, <laughs> um, but uh, we, we did skip over an entrant before we got to Billy Kay is uh, Bianca Belair. Um, the she winner. Was the third one to enter. She's the winner. Oh, what was your impression of her when she came out? Also, uh, oh, I did the awesome. thing. I've seen her wrestle before. I did the thing where you Love said it. to select a random number. My random number for the women's was four, which was Rhea Ripley, nice. who almost oh, was went, really cool too. went to the end. <laughs> uh, four was Billy Kay. Oh, four was I Billy had Kay. Some favorites. Yeah. Fourteen. Fourteen. It wasn't four. It was fourteen. I really liked Ripley. I really liked Bianca from the start. So this was uh, a the this shorter was Ripley... one that came in that was super hyped up. Um, oh, uh, I know who exactly like, who you mean. Stomp, stomp, yell, uh, yell, she's one of my she, favorites. She's oh, Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross. Yeah, she's a lot of fun too. I liked her energy. Nikki Cross. She is just a can of crazy, like that gets <laughs> released and beats on her chest like a gorilla sometimes, and. Just fucking now, dark shit. And I love she it. was a good can of crazy. There was another can of crazy they tried to introduce, and it was like a Harley Quinn esque <laughs> type. So that was Nikki Cross. That was Nikki Cross' best friend up until recently. Until she had like the playground music coming yes. out, and then they're like, "Uh oh, she's gonna change." And I was so, like, "Whoa, this whoa. is actually like some of the screens went out, and like shit got real, and lightning formed so... over the arena." <laughs> keep going through the entrance because she's a little bit later in there, and there's a lot to unpack with her. Yes, the, we'll do that later. The next note I have is the entrance where the twenty four seven belt is up for grabs. Yes, all, anytime. So, let me let me shout out a couple names and see if you have any impressions of them. Awesome. Okay. So we already talked about Billy Kay. We talked about Shotzi Blackheart, who had the tank. Um, next was uh, Shayna Baszler. Um, she's the one that had gold and um, like a, a spade on her. Type. She was an MMA oh, fighter. Oh, looks super fucking tough. Yeah, you can tell. Yeah, she, it looks she like she shaves off her eyebrows, but she actually doesn't. You yeah, and the way she fought, like really, really. Uh, She's a real big. She's really probably the most terrifying woman. Really scary. Really, she is very terrifying. But I gotta say, like I started, I've I've gotten into watching uh, some Twitch streamers that are wrestlers, and she's Mm -hmm. a pretty big Twitch streamer wrestler. She she has a group called Best Roommates Ever with uh, her and another person from the Royal Rumble, Dakota Kai, Mm -hmm. and uh. A girl who's in Retribution now. What was what's her name? She's with Keith uh, Lee. Reckoning. Now I um, think part of the reason she looks so scary is because she had a black mouth guard in. Yes. Right. And nobody else had a mouth guard in, and like, oh shit, she's here to actually rumble. <laughs> yeah. oh, we're all fighting, but she's got a mouth guard. She's gonna, she's ready to fuck some shit up. Y- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. didn't even come to practice. And, now, and she <laughs> recently won the tag team champions, like in this same program, apparently, mm-hmm. right? Uh, okay. Pre-show. Who we got um, next? Next is uh, Tony Storm. 
Uh, she had multicolored hair. Um, she came was, out uh, with like the circular sunglasses. She's. I don't mean this in a in a um, in a way that would like. I forget the word, but I'm not trying to like be crass here. But like, she's also built a little bit thicker than yes. the rest. Like, she's not like on the skinny side. What was um, she wearing? Um, she had black outfit. sunglasses and like uh, 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 like a denim jacket. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, yeah, I, I didn't want to objectify her, but she like, also she, wasn't in the ring very long. Was no, she? she was not. I didn't think so. I don't but think she was. She's fucking dope, and she's from uh, Australia, I believe. She's from NXT. Right. Okay. A lot of these uh, women were from NXT. Uh, but I believe this was actually, we're not getting in, we're, we're kind of skipping ahead, but Rhea Ripley, this was like her being called up to the main card, I believe. Right, I think that some of these people that are from NXT, this is their like coming out. I really hope Shotzi Blackheart doesn't come up from NXT. <laughs> Shotzi NXT... Blackheart used to wrestle in Albuquerque quite a bit with GCW also. Oh, Tony Storm came out. She didn't have multicolored hair. She's, she was blonde in, She's blonde. in the silver, silver shorts. There yeah, you go. She yeah. did have a denim yeah. jacket oh, though, right? She was super impressive. Yeah. Yeah, she was in for eleven minutes. Yeah. Um, but she didn't eliminate anybody. She was she's really, really cool and she's she's got a different look than everybody, like on the way she's built and stuff. I believe too. she just recently oh, she... turned heel. Like before she was like hey, a baby face. But, fun. but now she's recently become right. a bad guy. Alright. Next was uh Jillian Hall. I gotta um, say once we start getting into the blondes, I I really can't <laughs> tell a lot of them apart. So Jillian Hall is a throwback to like the the mid two thousands. A she's lot one of them do really like, shitty. They were from the mid two thousands. Okay, she's not real a shitty, lot of them. She was she was singing really shitty like for her intro. Oh, oh this is her ears bleed. This is the yeah. one who came in with Billy Kay and was like, yeah. "I love it, yeah, let's team up." When everybody gotcha. else was okay. Okay. Yeah. Billy and Jilly. Yeah. Um, and I mean, there there wasn't anything too remarkable about her. Yeah, I don't um, know honestly. who. This is my only uh, interaction with Billy that I've ever seen. Um, next was uh, Ruby Riot or Jilly. Uh, Whatever. Anyways. One of the more one of the more interesting ones. I really like watching her wrestle. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember the one that was Ruby Riot? Yes. Real punk aesthetic. She's yeah, part she's of the Riot of Squad. The Riot Squad. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think her shirt said Riot Girl, but it was G R R L. Yeah. Um, she's cool. Any anything off off that entrance? Oh well, she was in for a while. Had some good moves. Yeah, she was able to get some. She eliminated uh, somebody. I, they, I kind of had some points on her until Ripley came in. They uh, <laughs> yeah. Because Ripley Ripley's... was like a foot taller, but the same person, kind of. And I was like, oh, no. I mean, evolved Ripley has entered the ring. <laughs> so the next one is really interesting for me. Um, number 10 was Victoria. Okay. Um, I don't know who this was. She's now, an older lady. Um, yeah, she was wearing, yeah. like, the red bodysuit. Yes. She was in SmackDown back in the day. Yeah, and so her character had always been, like, she's this woman that was unhinged, and her intro song was I Ain't the Woman to Mess With. Um, but she hasn't like been part of WWE for well over probably ten years at this point. I really she's liked always been her one of my favorites style and athleticism for sure. She had the red jumpsuit, you said. Yes. Yeah, like she uh, she was she had good moves. 
and then um, I believe Peyton Royce did essentially what her, what Victoria's finishing move was um, in front of Victoria, and mm-hmm. then so Victoria did that to her right when somebody else was entering. Oh, the winner. Peyton Royce was the other half of the girl who was like trying to find a partner. Yes. Yeah, she was the next she's one the coming in with the purple. She's the successful one out of whenever they broke up. Okay. Who I feel like Billy Kay is a lot more entertaining person. Yes, absolutely. But they're playing it like that she's the successful one. <laughs> gotcha. All right, and then um, the next one was uh, Santana Garrett. Um, to be honest, I don't really have much of any kind of thing to say on I, her. Like I'm I not don't know super familiar with her or anything. Yeah, Another I'm one like the red familiar. jumpsuit, just really fun to watch, really athletic, constantly moving in the ring, taking new people on. And then next was Liv Morgan, who was... Uh, um, the other part of the Riot Squad? Yes. Okay, she seemed like the girl who kind of got into punk, but was more into, like, Avenged Sevenfold. <laughs> she seemed like the, she seems like the pop punk. Yeah. yeah. She's the yeah. pop punk. Um, next, I think, when this next person came out, that was the random number you picked, um, is 14. 14, yeah, um, was my random number, which was Rhea Ripley, which I was Ripley happy. Was I was like, oh, man, I might win, because Rhea Ripley's Ripley was fucking... one of my choices for the finals. <laughs> wrestle i was like oh shit she she could win this she's she's I'm kind s- of like a whole package right like she looks like she could just fuck people up um she's got like crazy energy she does that i'm not a super go to concert type people but her entrance makes me think of like hardcore dancing mm-hmm, a little bit mm-hmm. um i thought that was it was yeah, really cool seeing her come in because i'm kind of she sad eliminated the most people. I'm kind of yeah, sad to see her Bianca leave and the woman in gold were out. I was like, okay, Ripley's probably my next contender. Bianca won. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean out as in announced, not oh, like out of the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about people I had like, I was like, this person could win. A lot of people compared Rhea Ripley to Charlotte Flair because I guess they're pretty similar built as like big. Well, and then last year, kind women. of unprecedented Charlotte used the Royal Rumble one that she got to challenge Rhea Ripley for the NXT title. Yeah, that's awesome. And that's the first time a main roster title had not been challenged by a winner. Um, Next up was actually Charlotte Flair, was number Mm -hmm. 15. Mm -hmm. Another one that Justin and I saw wrestle live. A lot of fun. Woo! And this is whenever you had a... Well, this isn't whenever you had the questions. You had the questions when Lacey Evans comes out. I'm... Yeah. Which is yeah. like the girl that I know who Charlotte Ripley Flair is familiar with her, the princess of wrestling, they call her, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, is it that or oh, no? Because Asuka's the Empress of Tomorrow, right? So she's oh, the queen. The queen of wrestling. Gotcha. Um, Dana Brooke comes up and honestly, like, I know the name, essentially. Okay. Like, do you have any kind of like context for her, Justin? Dana Brooke? Yeah. She's a current wrestler. Right. But like, she's. On the she's, Wikipedia page I'm on, she's a raw wrestler, and I don't know, I can't name. Oh, uh, she's, she's currently. She's also teamed, quite new. It looks like she's currently teamed up with. Uh, uh, oh, crap! What was Otis's girlfriend's name last year? Um, Mandy Rose. Yeah. She's. Cur- okay. I believe she's currently teamed up with Mandy Rose. Very cool. So, she signed with WWE originally in 2013 and came to the roster in 2016. She did really good in the in the like. If, I guess it's kind of like a pop, like it's normal, like 
whenever they get introduced, they either have like a pop where they come in and just wreck shit for a couple seconds, or they just immediately get expelled. <laughs> yeah. um, next one was a, a pretty big deal because this was a Hall of Famer. Um, it was Tori Wilson. Oh, I know Tori Wilson. She's She's been in it forever. Yeah, she 99. was actually part of WCW before WCW folded. Yeah, it was, um, it was back awesome that far. To see her come back. This was like the Goldberg match. I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> and the Royal Rumble is a perfect spot to have people from years back come in. Mm -hmm. They can come in, kind of get their screen time, and then get out. Right. right. And then they, even uh, if they're in the ring for a while, there's so much action going on, they can kind of just middle about. Yeah. Next is Lacey Evans. So this is well, where we can uh, address any questions you might have. <laughs> now, is she dating Ric Flair? Is kinda. she the stepmom of Lacey Flair? Kind of. Uh, That's kind Flair, of the oh. angle they're playing right now, unfortunately. Flair? That, okay, like she's taking over the the family fame and fortune, the biz. Not really I taking think, over, more of just like she's seducing Ric Flair, kind of. To get at Charlotte. Oh, okay. To get it's, at uh, Charlotte, yeah. It's weird, okay. Which is I why, like, Justin didn't, Justin didn't see this, but in the tag match, uh, Lacey came out to distract mm -hmm. Charlotte, and Ric Flair handed her something to hold in her fist when she punched Charlotte to cost them the match. Gave um, her so a heavy fist. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's absolutely something where, like, Ric Flair's being Ric Flair and yeah. getting, getting his PP touched is yeah. what we can read between the lines. And That's kind of what I thought. Based on that, he doesn't care as much about what's going on with his daughter. He's more worried about making sure that still happens with, with Lacey. Yeah, that's the current angle. Uh, right. I heard... So, I don't really like Lacey Evans all that much. Mm -hmm. But I did gain a bit... <laughs> it did tickle me because I heard a story, apparently, that uh, she didn't break kayfabe whenever she got uh, pulled over for a free speeding ticket. So she and she wanna explain what that term means? So like, I know it's a wrestling podcast, but not all so, of us know. So kayfabe. Um Justin, you've recently explained kayfabe um in it's your a, professional life, so you go for it. Yeah, uh, I actually use this to explain uh metagaming in Dungeons and Dragons. It's basically just like, you know, going with the story. Like, you know, you may know something that's gonna happen, but your character that you're playing doesn't. You have to you know, you have to go with what the role character play. does. You have to role play. Right. That's what it so, is. Yeah, so kayfabe, probably in this context, the way that it makes the most sense is um, kayfabe is the idea that the wrestlers and their characters are 100% real. Yes. And the storylines that are happening are 100% real. So back in the 80s, um, it was a big thing of protecting kayfabe. So the bad guys would only drive with the bad guys. The good guys would only go with the good guys. Oh, the point like that off camera. Yes, off camera also. Everything um, it was, they thought it was like a huge, big deal to be like, we can't break wow. kayfabe. Okay, to the okay. point that in order to not break kayfabe, um, there was one wrestler I can't remember the name that um, put his boat on the line in a match and legitimately like went to court to try to get it back because oh. the guy ended up taking it and would have had to admit that wrestling was fake in order to get it back, so he lost his boat. Wow. Um, or some of uh, Roman Reigns' uh, family members are the uh, Wild Samoans, mm -hmm. um, and their whole shtick was that they were wild and they didn't speak English. And um, they got pulled over and refused to speak English to the police. 
That's Uh-oh. okay. Um, so that's kind of what happened with Lacey Evans. Apparently, recently she got pulled over and she didn't break character, going so far as to call the cop a nasty, uh, <laughs> and all sorts of stuff. Okay, because that's her so thing. Is she of... calls people you nasties. That's like her because she's the Southern Belle. Yeah, and I personally oh, I find that when you suspend disbelief enough to buy into kayfabe like that, um, wrestling becomes much more enjoyable. <laughs> like, it's really easy to be cynical and just be like, oh, this is all fake. Like, this person's not like this for real and stuff like that. But and you're like, I no, they removing, are. <laughs> removing, removing that magic, right? Like, I'm not watching a movie and, like, Tom Cruise wouldn't really jump around on a train like that. Like, right. why am I even watching? Like, it's kind of the same attitude that I like to bring to it because it, it just helps with the immersion a little bit more. <laughs> um, but uh, next up was Mickey James. Um, James, she's been around for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also a country her, singer. She is, and um, her character has not uh, not been as uh, involved as of late. But she's had some really shitty storylines, oh. uh, making fun of her weight. Um, mm-hmm. Her first first storyline was actually out of WrestleMania, where she was this crazed fan that essentially molested Trip, uh, Trish Stratus. Oh, wow. She's got a very, very storied path, and uh, kind of her career has has spanned the development of women's wrestling, specifically in the WWE, from, like, the side attraction that's meant to, like, titillate people. And, right, the, the bra uh, and panty matches, which... Bra and panty my, matches are... Well, mark my words. Bra and panty matches, mark... come on. I mean, I saw the costumes they were wearing tonight. How <laughs> how much more revealing do they want them to get? Okay, but bra and um, panty matches specifically are like taking off the bra or something, right? It's like... It's, so they would come out more or less like in street clothes or their wrestling gear. That, whoever gets stripped first ah, loses. So what down to their bra and panty. What time were these airing? Like, was like this... what time frame or like what time of day? <laughs> where can i uh was there a website that shows these no I'm, I'm, like what uh time in our history were these uh these started probably in the early 2000s up until like the mid to late 2000s oh wow i would have suspected like the 70s or 80s mm. okay no like the 70s and 80s like for the most part uh women like really weren't wrestling all that much there yeah. were some women wrestlers like that's where like fabulous moolah and stuff like that were big names yeah. okay. um, but um women's wrestling as we're seeing it now where they're having the legitimate storylines that aren't just that's i like him no i like him fairly like, new that's fairly recent mm-hmm. um and i mean the braun panties matches was definitely in the i'm telling you 90s 2000s we're gonna like, see one on raw this year it's my bet i i don't think so especially with the pg rating so i will i will disagree with you until i'm corrected <laughs> um i bet it's gonna happen but yeah, her career has spanned basically what I would call like a pretty kind of shitty time to be a women's wrestler until right. now where it's significantly better than it was. I wouldn't say that it's necessarily like at the same level that like men's matches are, but like the fact that women have headlined WrestleMania is a pretty monumental thing and stuff mm-hmm. like that, like contrast it to. Um, but again, I'm not by any means an expert on that type of uh, uh, content. Right, just kind of personal opinion on it, but yeah. um, there's some really cool stuff going on with that, and it's still developing, sure. which is really and exciting. I, I, that's why I love NXT. I think NXT is really great because it has, in my opinion, the best women's division out there. Uh, right. It's great, which I'm kind of sad to see Rhea Ripley leave it and get pulled up to the main roster. 
I hope they don't just make her go in there and start like fighting over some dude or something. Right. Which I mean, I don't think that would fit her character. I think it would be her character would be closer to like a Nia Jax or a Shayna Baszler. Probably, yeah. Um, but um, after Nikki Cross, or I'm sorry, after Mickey James was Nikki Cross, we talked about her. Uh, Another Scottish wrestler. So just her tiny little little body with full I'll range. Always, and... Ever since I started wrestling again last year and saw her, uh, she's been one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. Real I like her sport. also because she's not necessarily one of these like fitness model types, right? Mm-hmm. She's she's a person like you would potentially see like on a normal basis, right? Mm-hmm. Um, she's just her demeanor, her persona, <laughs> her style like differentiates her, and it's really cool to see. Um, For sure. Uh, Unlike her was... partner Alexa Bliss, who's like a supermodel, her former partner, right? Yes. I remember them wrestling together a couple of years ago. And Alexa Bliss is now... Do you know who The Fiend is, Austin? The Fiend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he big hairy dude. So, in recent years, in, in this year, uh, The Fiend has had, like, a huge uh, feud with Randy Orton. Oh. And they had a match where the winner was the, the first person to light their opponent on fire. <laughs> and Randy Orton lit the fiend on fire, so he's okay. quote unquote multiple dead. Times. Yeah, de- multiple times. He's quote unquote okay. dead. But uh, the fiend sure. has now possessed Alexa Bliss. Whoa. So that's okay. what was going fiend... on. Wait, were Nikki Croft and the fiend actually married, or was that like a Twitter thing? They were never married. No, I don't think involved. Nikki Cross and the fiend have ever been. Okay. Nikki Cross well. is married to another wrestler, though. Okay. Um, or involved with, um, but um, also the fiend is portrayed by Bray Wyatt. Which prior to this, he was running like a dual kind of thing, where um, he'd had he had like essentially what was a really creepy kids show. Yes, kind of thing. Like he was like a, a Barney type in um, wrestling or outside yes. of wrestling. in wrestling. Oh, wrestling. Okay, okay. And so like it would be, be him and be like, I want to be your friend, and he'd have like these little puppets. Was the girl with... who was going to go through the transformation, was she part of that? Yes. Or was that totally... Oh, she yes. was? Okay. They've okay, recently okay. started... They've recently paired those two together. And she's mm. been more and more infected by the Fiend. And then whenever he died, she straight up transformed into the Fiend one time. And that's what was going to happen in the Royal Rumble until they ejected her from the match. Damn. I was kind of interested to see what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next was probably the funniest part of the match. Mm-hmm. Um, was Alicia Fox. Oh, so this was the 24-7? Yes. 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 This was a blast. This was one of the best intros <laughs> you could hope for. Because R-Truth is probably the best comedic <laughs> wrestler of all time. Because um, he's like simultaneously oblivious, but then like super, super on top of things also with the way that he like references stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, he's also, like, he's older too. He's like how old do you think he is, uh, like, legitimately? Like, how old did you think he was, uh, uh, Austin? Uh, 57? Uh, he was born in 72, so he's 49. Oh, wow. Um, oh, wait, who, who are we talking about? R-Truth? R-Truth. Wow, we aged him up a lot. Sorry, who, R-Truth. Who was the 24-7 champion that Alicia Fox beat? I thought he was older. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was thinking of somebody else, but... I... Yeah, he started wrestling in 98. Wow, um, okay. There are pictures of him with Tupac. Oh, we're, we're talking about the guy with all the piercings, right? 
The one yeah. who lost the, the being 24/7 chased by all the other dudes. Yes. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The twenty four seven champion. Yeah, the twenty four seven champion is like you gotta. It can be won at any time, basically. Oh no, shit! <laughs> Saw that happen multiple times during the Royal Rumble. That was pretty yeah. awesome. I loved it. I'm gonna but send you guys a picture right away to kind of give you an, a context for his age. Nice. Um, this is not photoshopped. Um, wow, him and Tupac with the skunk hair—that's sick. Like, oh wow, he's a dude that just does not fucking age somehow. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's pretty good. Okay. Um, yeah, I, he's awesome. Like, I, I, whenever he came out, and he's like. Oh, wrong rumble, wrong rumble. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just gets chased around. Like in the pre-show, he was saying that he was hunting uh, rabbits <laughs> because mm-hmm. of Bad Bunny. And Why like... were people after him? Just a quick question. Because they, they wanted the 24-7 champion, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. And so Alicia Fox, in the middle of the Royal Rumble, manages to pin him and become the 24-7 oh, champion. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> and then he gets her as she leaves. Yeah. She's out right after that. Next, uh, after Alicia Fox was uh, Mandy Rose. Not um, familiar. Uh, she had that big spot with Otis last year where they were like the couple, which oh, oh, I yeah, think everybody okay, I fucking liked, but they axed it and just oh. did nothing with it. Oh, they, they might not have had any real life chemistry. Who knows? It didn't uh, but, seem like it, they were cute. Yeah, and I mean, I don't remember her doing anything particularly noteworthy in the match. Nope. No. Um, Do you remember her yeah. last Royal Rumble whenever Otis came out from under the mat and saved her? That was great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So looking it up, uh, she has a real-life boyfriend that... Yeah, obviously it's not real, but they broke them up. They broke them up in, in, in canon. In, ca- in canon, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. They did. Um, it was a good storyline that everybody liked, and they just did nothing with it. Yeah. Um, next was uh, Dakota Kai. Okay, she came out in the white, but was eliminated pretty quickly. Yeah, yep. she's the leader of Team Kick. Good style. Team. Yeah, she she had some really good kicks. I noticed. She's from uh, New Zealand. Okay. Next was Carmella, who was pulling double duty because mm-hmm. um, she wrestled earlier. Yep. Um, her Somalia was... saved her a couple times, right? Um, <laughs> her Somalia. <laughs> she was only in the match for forty-seven seconds. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, and then. Tamina, oh, I was right? thinking. I was thinking AJ Styles getting saved by Omos. That was in the men's one. A bunch that's of somebody I want to talk about. Because yeah. I remember Tamina came out right after and just threw her ass out. Of yeah. The All right, and then um, Tamina is another one that like she's. Kind of like what I would call like a monster character, right? Where she's built up as like your regular wrestler is going to have her, her, her their hands full with her, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and she came out and is larger than the other ones, but like she hasn't really done a whole lot. And I think she has a reputation for not being the most technically sound wrestler in the world. Okay. Um, but like it, it was cool to see her, right? She kind of played her part the way that I like the little expect. interaction that. Like, whenever Nia Jax tricked her, because she's, like... Because Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler are tag team champion partners, but she's like, oh, no, she's my family. I don't know what you want to do. And then she just, like, immediately chucks her. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a classic heel move. Yeah. I don't like Um, Nia Jax, though. 
but. <laughs> All right. Um, next was uh, Lana, which was a surprise to see her. Not um, familiar with Lana. So she used to be, so she still is in real life, the wife of uh, Rusev. So this was a who... bit of a climax. Like, this was like an ending of a big, long standing bit because they referenced it a little bit during the match, but Lana for eight weeks in a row was driven through the announce table by Nia Jax. So essentially cyberbullying, but in real life. <laughs> okay. All right. This, this girl like that came out. Respond to, to bullying is cyberbullying yeah. in real life. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> those land sea lions. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it's been a it's been a thing that's going on for a long time where both Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax just humiliate Lana constantly. Okay. So her eliminating Nia Jax from the Royal Rumble was pretty cool. Yeah, and then um, next was Alexa Bliss. Yes. Um, who we touched base on, and they did the classic thing that they would typically do with like the biggest person in the match. Um. Normally, it would have been like the big show or something like that in the men's Royal Rumble. It's kind of okay. funny to me that 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 that's Alexa Bliss, just because yeah. of her frame. But like, I know I, I love Alexa Bliss. She's amazing. She's one of the best wrestlers ever. And I think she's engaged to uh, the lead singer of like Bowling for Soup or something like that. Oh, okay. Um, maybe some other pop punk band. I can't remember, but. Um, but yeah, and so she's five foot one and one hundred and two pounds. But they, uh, when everybody in the that... everybody in the ring looked scared of her, which is great. <laughs> I know it was really funny that they play it. Uh, they uh, were they were going to go ahead and uh, eliminate her, right? And then they all ganged up on her, and it didn't really work. And then, uh, oh, she's uh, dating Ryan Cabrera. Oh, okay. okay. I was gonna say she reminds me a lot of Rey Mysterio with the way she uh, she's tiny but she moves. Yeah, and then just really unceremoniously, Rey Ripley's like, "See ya." Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's like, no, I want to see what happens. <laughs> what was she gonna do? <laughs> um, but looking next... it up, she has a lot of horror-inspired outfits, like Freddy Krueger and Chucky. That's really funny. Yeah. So she did all of that before it started to get weird with the fiend. Yeah. Which she is wow. <laughs> what's, what's weird for her is she's not doing that anymore. It's this creepy clown-esque stuff. Yeah, real Harlequin. Um, yeah, next was uh, Ember Moon. Ember. Like um, her, too. She's really cool. She's a lot more of like a, her finishing a bruiser, move, kind of high-flyer stuff. She's one uh-huh. of the ones whose finishing move, every time I see it, I'm kind of it still makes me go like, ooh, her, uh, what it, the full eclipse or something. Right, where she basically does like a, a rotation in the air to like splash. Yeah, it's like a somebody. flying net breaker something or other. Oh, that was impressive, yeah. Um, and then next was Nia Jax, um, who has been in the Men's Royal Rumble. Yes. Yeah, um, they said that in the announcements. That was pretty cool. And would normally be the one that I would expect to have that spot where everybody in the ring would like gang up on her. Yes. <laughs> and then what happens when that happens is typically the person that's getting ganged up on, like, hulks up and, like, pushes everybody off all at once to look really impressive. Um, but that didn't really happen. Um, and then the last entrant was Natalia, who's um, the kind of been the mainstay for <laughs> on that one. She's, uh, that's her current gimmick, because she says she's the boat, the best of all time. Instead uh, of the goat. 
Um, <laughs> but overall in this match, something that happened actually pretty frequently that you normally don't see in matches like this were people intentionally leaving the ring under the top I rope. I noticed that yeah, this time. Yeah, chasing each other around. I yeah, noticed that this time. This year, for whatever reason, that's been in play. But like, I can't think of an example of that happening on such a consistent basis. And I think that added a, a lot to... Okay, so it wasn't just me. I, I noticed this happening and I was like, oh, is this kind of the style it's taken? But, oh, that's that's good to hear. Um, yeah, it's something that was pretty atypical. Yeah. Um, this one... This year, like, there's always the Kofi spot. Kofi Kingston's known for almost getting eliminated, but finding a way to to not yeah, get eliminated. Yeah, it seems thing. like Naomi has done this in the past, jumping around and like they said, defying physics to yeah. return to the <laughs> ring, which they did a lot of tonight. Kudos for everyone who was like doing the hanging moves from the ropes. I think mm-hmm. Naomi and Bianca did it once and then helped that each other. That one up. was the closest to a Kofi moment. Was where they. We're both about to be eliminated, and they like helped each other into it. Yeah, so good. So so many good moments where I'm just like up out of my chair, like yes, <laughs> watching this. It got me pumped. <laughs> and uh, a really cool thing that they did also was like they came to a mutual agreement because it came down to Naomi and Bianca, I believe, right? No, it was um, uh, the last two. It was Rhea Ripley and Bianca. Naomi oh, okay. was in the ring. She was one of the last four. Yeah. Okay, because they had the part where like they both got back in and they're like, let's stop for a second, let's get back in and finish it that way. Yeah, that um, was Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair after they eliminated after, right after they eliminated Charlotte Flair together. Um, having that moment is really cool. Instead of having them kind of do that, like not bad, but like kind of uninteresting. Of we're gonna scrap right here on the edge and it, see who does it. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Definitely. No, I I definitely saw that that was an interesting choice too because. Definitely, I, I would have expected them to just continue fighting on the apron. Um, and then ultimately, it was Bianca Belair to win, right? Which she had the, the really cool moment, right, where she had the emotion in the ring and she was kind of crying. Mm-hmm. Which yep. some people I've seen online kind of said, like, goes against her character where she's supposed to be the 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 S, the EST of of the WWE or she's the fastest, the strongest. Yeah. Well then of. right then she was the feelsiest. <laughs> I honestly thought it was a really cool moment. It um, was. they do the thing that every Royal Rumble runner winner is contractually obligated to do, I point feel like the, point at the point at the WrestleMania sign. <laughs> Where you walk in a line and slap hands with all the losers and say good game, good game, good game, good game, good game, good game. Good game. <laughs> I would prefer that to the I'm gonna point at the WrestleMania sign because I'm going to WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, Yar, and it's a pirate this year, pirate. it looks like. Yep. <laughs> um, and then there are two more matches. After this, this was vote. this next one was such a good match. This was a highlight. What I'm gonna suggest that we do right here is we stop the recording for the time being, and we do like a second episode after it real quick, since there are a, a whole other Royal Rumble match to kind of go through. Is that going to be yeah. possible, you guys think? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Let's go ahead and uh, we'll sign Ten off on this break. one. And then... <laughs>